From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into another episode of the Pucks Out Podcast. I'm Bobby Butler. He's Brandon Bond. Hey, it's time to crack open a cold Sierra Nevada hazy little thing IPA, the official beer of the Pucks Out Podcast. Remember to open it this week, Bobby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. So, Brandon, how's uh, how's your social distancing going this week? As well as can, as it can be. Um, some of you may know I work for the Department of Labor. So, we are working double time here now. So, uh, uh, but happy to do it. Glad to do it. So, I mean, when I'm, uh, when I'm not at work, um, then it's going great. I'm, you know, hanging out, doing nothing. <laughs> not watching sports, not able to check any of my fantasy teams. Although I did just throw down a mega trade in our dynasty in our dynasty league. Yeah, so, I saw that. I didn't see what the trade was. What yeah, was the trade? Uh, the trade was I I received Juju Smith Schuster and Nick Broski. Uh, Nick Sabroski. He got DJ Chark in my second round pick. So I think I robbed him. Um, yeah. So we'll see though. I mean, if because Juju may not show up like uh, like Chark did last year. Chark was obviously would have been better to have last year. So we'll see. I mean, it could go either way. I feel like it was a good risk. Um, you know, I'm returning champion. You got to make a move, buddy. You got to be. Yeah. You got to be ready to try to win that ship again. So we'll see. But uh, what about you, man? How, how you been? How you been handling this? Pretty sitch? good, man. You know, my day job, I work out of the house anyway, so not much has changed other than I've had to start working out from home, right? Which is I'm finding much more difficult than going to the gym. Sure, because sure. working out when you're ten feet away from your couch, a lot different than when you've actually made the commitment. Sure. And you're in the gym. You're like, <laughs> you know what? Forget that set of a hundred. Four is enough. That's uh, that's yeah. plenty for me. Uh, so yeah, I can I can see that being a being a thing. But yeah, yeah, I was about to say throughout the week the the difference for you is nothing because yeah. you didn't, you know well the wife's working from home now. Okay, so it's a little bit different. So the dogs are happy. Have you got any complaints from HR yet? Sexual uh, just harassment complaints. <laughs> just, just several. Just well, several. Less sexual harassment <laughs> complaints and more of it me not picking up after myself. Sure, sure. So just general complaints. Yeah. So you, so more more husband complaints than <laughs> yeah. from HR. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've got a lot of news. We're going to stay out of the the national news. Uh, everyone knows what's going on with the coronavirus. We're going to stay away that. We'll just do sort a quick of, reminder. Sort yeah, of. We're not going to address it directly, but we will do a quick reminder. Wash them damn hands. Do definitely wash your hands for sure. If you're if you're fighting like a lot of people are fighting right now, trying to keep their their parents from you know, going out and, and, and doing things because you love them and you don't want them to, you know, perish. Um, that would be something that we're also going to suggest. We're, we're with you. Everybody's having to battle their parents at this point in time. <laughs> uh, but we did want to talk about a few notable folks that, uh, yeah. that, that has been, have tested positive for, for black Superman. Uh, Idris Elba, aka yeah. Stringer Bell, as yeah. I as I like him, or Luther, if you've listened yeah. to this show, uh, Sean Payton. Uh, so yeah. that kind of that kind of gets that coronavirus is head hunting, baby. He, he's going for anybody, anybody, and everybody. And uh, Rita Wilson and her husband. Yeah, some may know him as Tom Hanks. We like to see everybody. <laughs> every every outlet we've seen has done Tom Hanks and wife. <laughs> so we figured Rita Wilson and husband have have have, uh, have been captured by. Uh, by the coronavirus. Uh, still no sports. Still what is no this, day sports? 12 now without hockey? Oh, man, I uh, lost count after like day five. I posted a, a pic on our on the podcast yeah. Insta, um, you know, day five without sports, and, I, and then I stopped counting. Because yeah. that was, now, what has been super cool, though, is I know you're not a huge NASCAR guy, but NASCAR has been having all their drivers get in like simulators and actually have races and stuff. So that is super awesome to me that they've been doing that. I assume these are exhibitions are not actually points towards the cup, right? They're, no, they're points to, I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think they're, I think they're just just ex- exhibitions okay. but like the the guys are having a lot of fun with because that would be dope if, like, they, if they like created a new cup like new cup series for you know this i mean i would and, actually watch that and i don't know 
I, and don't let me speak for it. They may be keeping track and keeping points of this, but I think it's really just for, I mean, they're showing it on Fox and everything where they'd be showing normal races. It's one of the few sports that you could actually just watch people simulate the sport, and yeah. it's pretty realistic yeah. to what the sport is. And the dope is. thing about that is you can see these big crashes without worrying about loss of sure, life. Sure, sure. It's like, it, it was, it was perfect. I, I did catch a little bit of it yesterday, and they're, you know, they're driving with, they're driving oh, like yeah. they're driving a simulated car, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, uh, but that's, that's been really cool. Do they still have the ad? Do they have all the ads? Some, a big Fig Newton ad on the front windshield? I, I, I wasn't paying too close attention, <laughs> but I, I would imagine that. This sure is dangerous, but I love Fig Newton. I, I do love Fig Newtons. <laughs> <laughs> Well, another great thing, you know, to come along with the coronavirus, not that there's many, is TV stations are now playing classic games. They listen to the podcast. They heard us. They heard yeah. us. Uh, you know, I I don't want to be the one that says Disney execs and NBC execs listen to the pod. I will. But obviously they, they heard our cry. A little bit of history. It's actually a few days ago being as this is the 23rd, but on March 18th. You know what that was the anniversary of? I'm back. I'm back. Jordan returns to the Bulls after his uh, after his glowing stint with the White Sox, and <laughs> what some say the best part of his career. Um, you, you mean Space Jam? Well, yes, it it, it, <laughs> it, it brought Space Jam, yeah. and so that is why it was the best part of his career. So, um, not a whole lot in the news for us to to really talk about, but we got some fun stuff to bring up and yeah. discuss today, especially so, outside the NHL. Yes, and before we get started on all the trades, you know, we were kind of talking. You know, we have a lot of time to fill, so maybe you know you want to talk about some great coaches in the NFL. Uh, yeah. Oh, actually, just one, just great one coach. I want to talk about the best Titans coach. You know who I'm speaking about, right? Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. We <laughs> super appreciate that guy. As a, you know, he's never actually physically taken a paycheck from the Titans, but they should they should put him on the <laughs> payroll if they haven't already. Uh, because, and some of you will know while we're saying this, others may have really taken the quarantine to heart and you know lived under a rock for the past week. But uh, DeAndre Hopkins gets traded to the Cardinals. For, oh, De I'm sorry, DeAndre Hopkins and a second round pick for David Johnson and a fourth round pick. What has to be the worst trade in the history of trades that I've, that I can remember. Uh, I mean, and it's not like David Johnson's a bad football player, but he has a real bad contract, nearly yeah. $12 million coming to him this and year. And this is 2020, He's not 2017. Injury exactly he's injury prone he and i mean that's he's going to a team he's had that, more bad season than good yeah uh, absolutely so david johnson coming to the the division not too worried about that really happy to see uh hop nuck deandre hopkins whatever you want to call him the guy that destroys your team nuck if you book don't have to see him two times a year which is uh almost as good as a, a huge big free agent signing for a team yeah. so i mean that's like getting a new uh cornerback I mean, much for but this means a whole, whole lot to, uh, to the Cardinals. They look, they're looking dangerous, man. Resigning Kenyon Drake or not even having to resign him, getting him on the, uh, the transition tag. So they're only paying him like seven and a half mil a year, I think. Uh, is old Larry still there? Or did he, he decided to stay? No, he, he's going to be there. So they got a, a receiving core to be, to be feared, uh, with DeAndre Hopkins yeah. and Christian Kirk, who really stepped up last year and, uh, Larry Fitzgerald. But they got a couple guys that, um, a couple of draft picks. Akeem Butler was a first round draft pick last year and, and he didn't, he didn't really play any of this season. Arizona didn't have to give up a first, which is ridiculous to me, uh, because what that does for them picking at, I think, I think I want to say their pick thirteen, maybe it's eight. Um, uh, it's it's a it's a high top fifteen draft pick where they were may having where they may have had to use that for a receiver. Now they're able to go and fill in their offensive line, or if they want to go defense with that pick, it really takes a lot of the pressure off of Kingsbury there in Arizona. In yeah, my and one thing you know, I'm not going to say Larry Fitzgerald in any ways underrated because it's Larry Fitzgerald, sure. one of the greatest receivers to ever play the game. But he's doing very well for, for his age, man. Like he's a he's a huge. Everyone talks about Tom the... Brady, you know, being this old man who can still throw the rock. Mm -hmm. Larry Larry's thirty six years old, and he's a reliable threat. The good thing is he's a slot receiver, so he's a really a good a good safety net for a young quarterback. Yeah. It's almost like a tight getting a good tight end, in, in yeah. which, which we know Arizona has not yeah. been known for. I mean, he's reliable down in the red zone. But the way Kingsbury's wanting to run this offense, real spread, real quick, real fast, uh, running gun style uh, of football, I think that 
it's always nice to have a good player like Fitzgerald just to be able to yeah. look to. The, the, besides the fact that we're not even speaking about his leadership, yeah, his locker room sure that he brings yeah. to the team. It's one of the it's it's a rarity to uh, for us to be able to see the entire career of probably w- what will go down as one of the greatest receivers in in history, and to not really have anything to speak about on him besides his playing career. I mean, all great receivers generally tend to be divas just by the nature of the position. And Larry Fitzgerald coming out of Pittsburgh, I think in 2005, he is, he has been a pleasure to watch play football. And, uh, Obviously, I'm a Titans fan, and I'd love to go go and take home the Lombardi Trophy next year. But I'll tell you, I wouldn't be upset if I got to see the Cardinals lift it up. You know, especially for Fitzgerald, man. Yeah, Stephon Diggs to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, this should really show you what a top receiver will will take will get you in a trade. I mean, I would say, arguably, when healthy, Stephon Diggs is. Top 14 receiver in the league. Maybe you could stretch it to top 12, top 10. Yeah. If you, you know, you make a, make specific arguments uh, and talk about a big diva, Stefan Diggs. This is what the, the Minnesota Vikings received while trading Stefan Diggs to the Bills. Uh, the, they acquired, the Bills acquired Stefan Diggs along with the 2020 seventh round pick in exchange for a 2021st, a 2025th, uh, 2026 and a 2021 fourth round pick. That is the haul you get for a top notch receiver. Yeah, uh, I mean, they, they 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 just couldn't have shopped DeAndre Hopkins around hard enough. Uh, I mean, I I know that's you know the Cardinals needed to take David Johnson off that off the payroll, so it works out fantastically for them. There had to be somebody out there that would give you an first rounder for DeAndre Hopkins. That's yeah. that's absolutely absurd to me. And it and it goes to show you the Buffalo Bills definitely did with Stefan Diggs. So what do you definitely think? could have gone to the Redskins to get a first rounder for sure. DeAndre Hopkins for sure. Well they have the three. So maybe you wouldn't have been able to get the three up. But what do you think the impact of Stefan Diggs on the on the young Bills? How do you think he's gonna, gonna uh, provide I expect that helps Josh Allen's draft value so much. So much. So much. I got him. He went dynasty. I would say he went from a tier two, tier three quarterback easily into the tier one group. Yeah, with without the, a doubt. With his run with his rushing ability. Yeah. Gives him a true number one for sure. Yeah. I mean, oh, and in, in a run heavy league, like a couple of our leagues, I would he's a first rounder. Um maybe not a first overall. But so, so if, you think so you think it, it increases Josh Allen's fantasy value. What do you think about Stefan Diggs's value? I think it increases. You really do. I'll be honest mm. with you, I I do not believe that Kirk Cousins is a reliable quarterback. I saw him. For, I saw so him. From accurate Ma- though, he is accurate, but he's he's not consistent. I mean, he. I mean, I watched him. I watch now. Listen, I get red. The Washington Redskins will kill a quarterback. Yeah, but I watched him for many years. For I mean, what almost three, four years in, in Washington. Wasn't that when? Wasn't that when their left tackle was sitting out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that doesn't uh, so that I doesn't mean his, his he doesn't have a great. Um, pocket presence. He doesn't know when he needs to get out and run. He doesn't. He sometimes he decides to run when he's got all day, and those are the things that you you just. He doesn't have great uh, football IQ in that sense. Sure. Uh, well, I can hear you there, but let me hit you with this. We're talking about the Buffalo Bills that Sean McDermott runs his offense through the running game, if if possible, with a running quarterback that. It's not even going to hit 500 passes this year. I think I think he hit like 450 last year. I think he'll hit if you're asking me, maybe 490 this year. I just don't think the volume is going to be. Yeah, there. no, I think in a PPR league he won't be great, but I think he's going to be a high danger. Cha- uh, that's always yeah, that's always digs for sure. I can see where his value could go up, but you still got John Brown there. You still got Cole Beasley there. I just can't see him. I think Stephon Diggs is the best deep ball threat out of those, though. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. obviously, he's... And a- Josh Allen's got the arm and the accuracy where he can heave that ball. And all it takes... And I'm he's not, he strictly can- talking from a fantasy point of view, all it takes is one 80-yard touchdown to make a game. And yeah, I think he can reliably bring that in. He's not super accurate, though. He's more of a Cam Newton style where... Luckily, with Stephon yeah. Diggs, with the with the legs on that, that guy, he can, I mean, if put he it in his presence, he'll he'll get it. If he does, but we, you know, and something else to think about that, you know, could have nothing to do with it. But going and playing football in Buffalo is a lot different yes. than playing in a dome in Minnesota. For sure. Um no, but I mean, good points. I definitely could see a see a place where he he becomes a true number one 
through this process while Allen is only a third year player. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, he could absolutely come into the, come into this season and tear it up. So I'm I'm not saying it's wrong. I just think that his fantasy value is going to definitely take a hit going to Buffalo and and having to play in that cold eight games this season. Yeah. Um, I think that we also wanted to talk about something that throughout history, I mean, literally 20 years now, we've never seen this. Uh, old TB12, Tom Brady, will be suiting up in Tampa Bay, uh, where all old people go to retire. Yeah. It's Florida. It, yeah, I don't think it's truly hit me yet. I think that the news was announced with everything, so much else going on in the world. I have been a Tom Brady fan practically my entire life. You know, I was what I, I was ten, nine, ten years old yeah, when yeah. he when he took over the reins, and I mean, ever since from the two thousand two thousand one, yeah, season. ever since the snow game. I mean, I, I mean, I've been a massive. Some good news. Some good news for Drew Bledsoe, though. Your spot's back open, bro. <laughs> yeah, Drew. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's gonna be crazy. But uh, I think that as a Chris Godwin owner in fantasy. Your boy's happy right yeah. now. I'm uh, I'm excited for what this will do. Arians is not going to be coaching the NFL for a whole lot longer. I think that they're both going all in for a uh, for a, a another ring. Yeah. Brady wants to prove that he can do it somewhere else. Uh, Belichick slew, wants to prove he can do it without him. A slew of receivers and, yeah. and great options down there in Tampa. I mean, is Deshaun Jackson still down in Tampa Bay? Is uh, he's in the he's at the Eagles. So he moved he's back to the Eagles. Still, okay, yeah, he went back to the Eagles. Um, Mike Evans is still in Tampa Bay. Though, Mike right? Evans, Chris Godwin, yeah. OJ Howard, and you know, and see, as a uh, OJ Howard dynasty owner, which looked like That's, a complete yeah. bust. I mean, we know how much Brady favors a tight end if he's got especially a, good a, a tight end built like that. And OJ Howard is is one of the one of the top notch uh, athletic guys. So where it looks terrible for me to t- use a sixth round pick on OJ Howard in a startup draft. It is looking increasingly better coming up for me. I got him paired with Mark yeah. Andrews. So I, uh, I mean, I told myself wherever Brady went, I was going to become a fan of as long as it wasn't Dallas, Philly, yeah. or New Tampa, York. Tampa was, you know, it's one of those things where you can't hate the guy. Now it could very easily comes out and he Montana's it, and it, it's just not the same. He, w- yeah, it was a he may have been it's able a to whole do new it playbook. Younger. I mean. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, and it's a whole new style of offense. So, I mean, obviously, if there's a guy that can go in and learn an offense overnight, it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady can do it. One Nobody's of the smartest quarterbacks that. to ever play. Um, um, I've already looked. I'm buying a Brady Tampa Bay jersey. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm all in on is, that. Uh, is he going to buy the number from Chris Godwin? I don't know. I mean, I would assume. Yeah. So Chris Godwin's I mean, TB12. He. I mean, he has a whole line of books called TB12. Well, currently. <laughs> Chris Godwin holds that number. So, yeah, Chris Godwin. I think Chris Godwin came out and said that Brady hasn't asked, but he's pretty much alluded that he would give up the number. That's well. He, so what he's what Brady's people are going to need to do. They're going to need to contact mine and Chris Godwin's people because I mean he's on my team. So yeah. obviously I'm going to need <laughs> to be consulted. I'm probably going to give my blessing, but no promises. All right, so let's move it back to the AFC South. We have. Philip Rivers to the Colts. Uh, unfortunately for I'm, you know, I don't think Philip Rivers is a fantastic quarterback, but the Colts were were missing a a game managing quarterback like yeah. Rivers um, this past season. So I'm really interested to see which running back is going to be a beneficiary. I mean, we know that for throughout his career in, in uh, San Diego, Philip Rivers is a check off to the running back kind of guy. So is it going to be Marlon Mack or is it going to be Niamh Hines that's catching a lot of that work and getting that that Austin Eckler style role? Or is it going to be Phillip Rivers coming in and operating under Frank Reich's system? So um, I think that it it's a it's definitely a step up from Jacoby Brissett in oh yeah in I was competition. Never a fan of Jacoby Brissett. I'm not really a fan of Philip Rivers. Uh, I've heard. Many people Me say either. he's kind of an asshole and that. Yeah. And he yeah. has like 40 kids. Like since we've been recording this. Yeah. He have, is having another kid. He's got a social distance, <laughs> like all of his kids. I mean, they said not to gather in groups of 10 or more. Well, dude, he's got to leave his house. He had to. He has to keep a couple of them chained out back. <laughs> yeah. No, I've heard that. I've heard that, too. I've never been a big Philip Rivers fan. There's always the we're not going to have this discussion today, but there everybody lands pretty hardly pretty hard on one side of this argument. Is Philip Rivers a uh, future Hall of Famer. 
Uh, I have to think about that one, but my we'll think about initial, it. And we'll yeah. actually discuss some potential uh, Hall of Famers at some point and discuss whether or not we think. And you know, it's, it's messed up. They don't ask us. Oh, they didn't ask you, <laughs> Bobby. You're getting more clout. You're getting more clout than me, bro. Um, what else we got, man? You got something? Yeah, we got. Marcus Mariota to the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm so sorry. I don't want to be that guy, but it's Marcus Mariota. It's like Marmar. Mariota? Mariota. Mariota? Yes. I mean, yeah, if you're fancy, (laughs) if you're drinking champagne out of a champagne flute. It's not Mariota. It's Mariota. Yeah. It's it's like Wingardium Leviosa. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You got it. You got it. Uh, They say he's going to get... you know, a chance to fight battle for the starting job. I mean, the GM that was there. Yeah, I mean, there, give him a starting loved. job if you want to go a solid eight and eight. That's that's good for them. Yeah, well, I mean, they got Derek Carr. I don't know <laughs> if you heard, Bobby, but uh, so either going seven. <laughs> honestly, I was kind of hoping to keep Mariota around. He's such a, a great backup to have and be able to call on in a situation where can he? But I thought he couldn't grip a football anymore uh well that's that was that was the original of the injury it's just it was nerve damage in the in the arm and so it made it tough to grip and so yeah obviously you don't want him running the helm of your team but as a yeah. backup yeah no in, i get in that. a backup capacity yeah, i think that honestly i think it's weird for that's a weird pickup for vegas because i i feel like him and Derek carr are the exact same per, like Person. Well, well as far as a quarterback goes, well, Mario is uh, more mobile. He's going to give you a little bit more options and how to run the offense. He's not going to be as good of a passer, um, but he's very efficient. He's very game manager like. He was he was Jeff Fisher's dream, bro. Yeah. You know, um, so I think that hey, I'm glad to see I'm glad to see him get a contract. I hope he gets the starting job. I loved him here in Tennessee. Obviously, I made my case for Tannehill a few weeks ago. Sucks to have to move on to, on because it it was it's a lot easier to move on like a guy from yeah. a guy like Jameis Winston or Jamarcus Russell that are that are just like kind of grind your teeth as a person yeah. type of people. But Mariota was such a good guy, it's, so it sucks to you know want to have to go a different direction. Do we know who's back on the Tannehill now? I don't think that they've signed a. They may go. They may look in the draft. Go, uh, go late pick in the draft for for an opportunity to back up. They may sign somebody. There's still a few guys that are that are out there available that uh, that we may be able to bring up in a backup capacity. Nick Foles to Dub Bears. Dub Bears. Uh, Dub Bears. And it's written that way in the doc, so I had to make <laughs> sure I said it like that. Um, Nick Foles to the to the Bears, man. Trubisky going to be the starter come come week one. Uh. I'm a Nick Foles hater, so yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, the way the Bears are speaking, they want Trubisky to win out. They want him to win this job. They want him to be the quarterback. So, can yeah. I interrupt you real quick? Yeah, of course. Logan always. Woodside is the backup quarterback behind Ryan Tannehill, and, and really, he's the starter. But we don't want to show all of our cards <laughs> right at right at the front. Yeah. <laughs> all right, go on. Uh, no, but Nick Foles. I mean, I just feel like he's such a good game manager style of quarterback for Matt Nagy. Uh, if David Montgomery could can step it up a little bit this year, the running back they drafted last year had an okay season, but not what I mean. The fantasy footballers dubbed him David Mopportunity because of the big opportunity he had there in Chicago, and he just didn't really run with it like you you would have wanted him to. So yeah. we'll see what happens. One thing happens I don't understand there. is what is up with Chicago and their need for mediocre quarterbacks throughout their entire franchise yeah uh i would I say think their best quarterback ever what joe mcmahon well and it's not like i mean i would make a hard strong case for the the quarterback that took him to the super bowl rex grossman <laughs> um, is that going to be a future hall of fame talk <laughs> uh, yeah i mean i would say we should bring it up when we bring up the others for sure so but and you know and that is it's so strange and I obviously I understand that that weather concerns out there it gets real cold it gets real windy they call it the breezy town I think the breezy town yeah it, or it's either that yeah. or, it's either that or windy city one of the two because <laughs> everyone knows that a cold place you know like you know you couldn't have a good quarterback in a place like a frozen tundra or anything right no no <laughs> I I get it I mean I get what you're saying but what I'm what I was what I was getting to before I was so rudely interrupted by me 
was the fact that look chicago is freaking dope dude like why are there not more people wanting to yeah i don't know go there now listen in the 80s i get it they were all about defense they spent all their money on defense but that's not the league anymore so when you named refrigerator on the team so so when you are look through your franchise history and does i I believe and i I, it's either joe mcmahon um does jay cutler hold most of their records uh that i couldn't couldn't speak i mean i could definitely speak to and i could definitely speak to it but i wouldn't be able to speak to it with any actual real knowledge um I well, luckily say, i got google right here oh yeah jay cutler is their passing leader by a large portion he was there for a while i mean i can see but i mean still that's uh 2000 uh 23,000 yards 23 and a half thousand yards yeah i would imagine it's just the style of play that yeah. had, had to be playing they never had a i mean had, jim harborough was a number three well i mean you talking about the frozen tundra up in green bay i mean they drafted brett Favre, a guy <laughs> that not a lot of folks knew whether he'd hit or not and then they drafted aaron Rodgers, who sat behind Brett Favre for two or three years. So, I mean, I it was just great drafting by, by Green Bay. I mean, Chicago yeah. tried with Trubisky, and he showed a lot of promise year one. But he really took a took a turn for the worst this last year, and so you want you'll have to wonder if he'll he'll be able to kind of come back and win this job yeah. out from Nick Foles. All right, so moving on, and this actually made me pretty happy because this guy has let me down now two years in a row in fantasy. Thank goodness that is Todd Gurley was released when we wrote this. He was he had just been released from the Rams. Since then, he'd been picked up by the Falcons on a one year six million dollar deal. What a good what a steal for the Falcons. Man. Yeah, and the Falcons let go of Freeman, so. Yeah, at first I was like, yeah. Devonta Freeman? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they let uh, Gurley go, and I was ecstatic because I was like, this dude screwed me. So, yeah. Right. Get out of there, buddy. He'd been my – the last – in two of my leagues over the past two years, I've had the 101, and I, I've taken it because one year, like two years ago, you have to take Gurley as a 101. He's a clear oh, 101. Oh, for sure. It wasn't a question. Yeah, and um, he let me down in the second year. I was like, I hate the 101, dude. I hate yeah, the 101. Yeah, man. I like uh, – Some years like it's good. Some years it's Yeah. Uh, looks like Austin Hooper, talk, just speaking about the Falcons, went to the Browns. Um, where Browns, also, baby. Where, that's also where Jack Conklin went to the Browns. They made a couple of good offseason signings. Hopefully OBJ will be will be healthy again. I know how much you love uh, love Baker. Yeah, I'll baby. tell you, dude. My favorite part about Baker Mayfield is those dope commercials yes. that he has. My favorite like, one is the one where he's trying to get the plumber in for the toilets. Yeah, yeah, and he's sitting there and he's like, "Oh no, wait, no, it's this one." He's like, "Well, I've got like seventy thousand people coming over this weekend." I, one of my yeah, one of my favorite one of my favorite ones is when he's standing at the gate saying goodbye to everybody and saying, "All right, man, good good to see you, good to see you." And he and he tells the last guy, he's like, "Hey, next week at your place, bro. Next week at your place." And then he goes that little, little broom and yeah. dustpan and starts. Oh no, it the was little, a uh, machine back dust buster. Yeah, yeah, and he starts bu- bu- uh, dust busting up. So that's my favorite part about Baker Mayfield. But uh, but Austin Hooper will give him a great target. I think they're going to keep David Njoku. So I don't know if Hooper loses a little fantasy value or he kind of kind of retains it if he kind of steals that job. But are they going to be doing two tight end two tight end sets? I think for the a way lot Baker of questions. plays, I think two tight ends would be good for him. And Stefanski's coming in. Uh, so you know what he did in in Minnesota last year, running the football. Really likes to to ground and pound. Uh, I mean, obviously they got Nick Chubb there, one of the you know top running backs in the league, and they put a, a either a first or a second round tender on Kareem Hunt. So it's highly unlikely that anybody signs him because who's going to give up a first round pick for Kareem Hunt? Uh, so I mean the Browns if they can if they can get it together it was more it seemed more of mental breakdowns last year and Freddie Kitchens just being a horrendous coach more so than it seemed like yeah. these are bad football players uh OBJ Freddie Kitchens was just a horrible coach. Well, and OBJ was apparently going through an injury or so. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, a lot of factors that we may not be able to see. But Jarvis Landry really stepped up to the plate last year. They really need to get a shirt. They need to sure in on that defense. Um, offensive line they addressed with Jack Conklin coming in. You know, it's sad to see him go. They uh, the, the Titans really wish they would have had that, that option back. But, I mean, at the time they chose not to take that fifth-year option. It didn't look like Conklin was going to be worth keeping around another year uh, due to his injury history and uh, just a lot of the stuff. So 
So Hooper to the Browns. It hasn't gotten a lot of attention, but one of the trades that I am really interested in, and actually one of the best trades, I believe, that's Calais. Uh, Calais is it Calais? Calais. Calais. So yeah. I was wrong on both. You were okay. completely wrong. <laughs> You're super excited about it, huh? Yeah, super excited. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen much of it on TV, though, or radio. Yeah, so Calais Campbell to Baltimore from Jacksonville. I mean, this man is a pro bowler, man. He's gonna He's a beast. He's man. going to tear things up down up there. That defense is looking real, real scary yeah. in Baltimore, dude. I mean, and they I mean they only had to give up a fifth round pick for him. Yeah. That's uh, a twenty seven million dollar deal. Clearing cap would be my guess. Man, but I'll tell you, the uh, the beginning part of free agency has been nothing but uh has been mostly great news for the AFC South if you're a Titans fan. Uh, a lot of, of strong defenders ha- have left. Uh, and Dockway, the other defensive lineman that they the Jaguars have franchise tag, is, is wanting out and doesn't want to be there. I mean, what a what a dumpster fire from three years ago they were in the AFC Championship. So it's been nice to see the Titans – Making a lot of reassuring moves by re-signing the guys they need to, not getting into stuck into a long-term contract with Derrick Henry. That's a great move for Baltimore. They're going to be really scary in the AFC now uh, with Calais Campbell at, at the helm. But um, man, I uh, I'm jealous. I, I would love to have Calais Campbell or, or in Dockway uh, come play for us. Bridgewater to Carolina. What's what do you feel about that, man? How do you? I'm happy, man. You know what? I'm over Cam as a yeah. player. Listen, I love Cam off the field. I think yeah. he's one of the most electrifying well, obviously players I to, to ever War play. Eagle, but War Eagle, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so I love Cam Newton. He has had a he, listen. He's had a lot of great years, but they ran him to death. He has been great for me on fantasy. He's been fun to watch as as a as a Panther because you know I love them Carol that Carolina blue. Yeah, it's a super dope. They have I super love dope those dope. colors of that jersey. I mean, I love him so much. It somehow gave me a little bit of a southern accent while while ranting about uh, this. Yeah, <laughs> you, all of a sudden you got a, you got a southern twang. More like, eagle, baby. You got like a freaking cooking show. <laughs> um, no, but uh, but do you think Teddy Bridgewater is worth a three year, sixty three million dollar deal? Because I don't. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You think? Okay. Listen, uh, thirty three guaranteed. I mean, but we're talking about a potential rebuild here, man. I think he's the I think he's the man to rebuild on. Okay. I think he he struggled a little bit in Minnesota. Yeah. He showed in New Orleans that he has that he can come in for Drew Brees and Taysom Hill at times and light it up. If yeah, he needs to. I'm with you, but New Orleans, Sean Payton is a football genius. He can make anybody good at football, and I'm not saying that he Teddy Bridge Teddy Bridgewater did his job last yeah. year or uh, when he came in for Drew Brees. I just don't know that on a rebuilding team. You go and sign Teddy because I mean that's sixty three million dollars that could be spent on deep deep free agents. How many years has Ted, Teddy Bridgewater been in the league? What five or six now? I mean he's not a young man. I mean I guess he could be somebody to build. He's still got a lot of miles left on those legs though. Lot of lot of and lot of great great receiving talent there. Obviously you have the the mecca of talent in. Christian McCaffrey being there. Yeah, and that's the thing. Is they, they they're they're going to lean him. on Christian. Yeah, they're going to lean on him. If I were Christian McCaffrey, and I'm not a huge fan of this, but I am making them give me a new contract before they put 400 touches on me again. You know? You yeah. got to pay me, dog. Uh, so, uh, But DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, great options for, for Bridgewater. Uh, obviously, it's no Michael Thomas and, and Jared Cook and Traquan Smith. I mean, obviously, those two guys are better than Traquan Smith to me. But you know, Michael Thomas can mask a lot of deficiencies. Oh yeah. Could we? the The question is, could we have won with you know <laughs> Sean Payton's game plan with Michael Thomas? Like, you know, I mean, the man catches everything that comes there. I wish him the best. I just don't know if I'd have made the deal um, personally. Yeah, but I think at the end of the day, there wasn't much left out there. I think they had to replace Cam. The man can't stay healthy. Yeah, true, but uh, but that's exacerbated by the fact that Riverboat Ron was letting him play hurt continuously. Like you can't get healthy if you're playing hurt. Yeah. And then and then the team is lying and saying, "Oh, well, he's fine." You know, the week after Ron Rivera told us that there's no underlying issue with Cam's foot, he was out for the rest of the year with the surgery. So, I hear what you're saying, but 
uh, from a rebuilding team. Why? He's, I mean, Cam Newton's still under contract. They, we're not, so we're not talking like he was a free agent and they're just letting him go into the wind. They're still paying this man money. Yeah. So that's my biggest thing was. And maybe he'll just back up Cam. Maybe Cam got healthy over the offseason. I think that there's a, a big divide between Cam I'm and sure. the thought process. They they came out and said, we're going to allow you to to seek a trade. And they told the, the media that. And Cam came out and said, I didn't ask to yeah, seek a trade. Oh, I saw that. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, it's one of those things like, hey, bro. You want to break up with me? You got to break up with yeah. me. You know, you got to. You're, you're going to have to cut. You can't me neg me that, until I that, break that, up that, with you. Right? Exactly. <laughs> like I don't know if you guys remember this, but you're going to be paying if you keep me on the roster. You're going to be paying me this money whether you have me playing football or not. Yeah. So, um, Melvin Gordon, where do you think he's going to end up? Uh, there were talks about Denver Broncos. I heard Bills in the mix. <laughs> it's Seems like he really should have taken that uh, that offer from the Chargers right now. I mean, yeah, they man, hey, sometimes you bluff too hard in negotiation. They call your bluff. Yeah, I and I love Melvin Gordon. I got him in a couple yeah, keeper leagues. I'd love to see I him in Buffalo. Wanna, uh, man, I, I'm you know I'm pretty partial to Devin Singletary. I think he I think he has a a really good lock on that job. Yeah, um, I think a two running back system behind Josh oh, Allen. Oh sure. Well, I mean, you're forgetting about the infinite Frank Gore. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's only 150 years old, yeah. Bobby. He's hey, got a good When solid. it's third and one and you want to punt, you put in Frank Gore. Put in Frank Gore's <laughs> hands, yeah. And exactly. you can quickly turn that third and one to a third and five. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you're a little too close and it's not good punting area, you right. need to back it up, you make it easier for your punter. Rides. That's what Frank Gore's for. Um, <laughs> but no, Melvin, I mean, there's not a lot of great places that fit. You thought that maybe with all the moves that Miami's making, such as signing Jordan Howard, that would have been a good fit, and then they signed Jordan Howard. Or, okay, maybe Houston, and then they traded everything that they've ever loved for David Johnson. And so you would assume that, hey, I'm gonna we're going to put a little work there. Titans with Derrick Henry. Uh, if he would have left, Melvin Gordon would have been a good, a, good, a good placeholder. But where I'll tell you where I really think that he should go and the team should be willing to spend a little money on him, is Tampa Bay, man. I think that would be a great fit with Brady. Yeah. You forget Ronald Jones, you forget Peyton Barber, or you keep keep Ronald Jones in there to, to back up uh to back up Melvin. I think that would be a great, great landing spot for Melvin Gordon, uh personally. What about you, man? You got anywhere that you think, yeah, let's I let's think get it, I think it's gonna be Denver. But yeah. I would like to see him in Buffalo or Tampa. That kind of sucks for for dynasty owners of both Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman, though. Man, that's I mean, those are guys that they've been trying to get going yeah. for a couple years. Wouldn't mind seeing coming uh, to the Redskins, man. Uh, Derek so, Geis is still always finding injury. Well, you know, but you guys got um, yeah, guys. but you got AP that's resigned there already, and you got yeah. Bright and you got Bryce Love that had, had was injured all last year, and I think he could be a really good part of the yeah. Art, I forgot about Bryce Love. I was thinking of AP and Darius Geis. There's too many holes in Washington right now to spend big money on a running back in my opinion yeah we need to spend big money on a line all right so that about wraps up you know football talk you know this is a hockey podcast mainly so we've talked literally zero hockey today so uh, (laughs) I read an article this morning from the athletic well I'm sorry I didn't read it I read the headline I didn't have time to read it (laughs) (laughs) that's hey this is America that's how you read now but I am a subscriber to the athletic so I'm paying for it I just read the headlines you could have read it (laughs) yeah not like the rest of us that could read the first two lines and they're like you want to buy this but uh, they pretty much said that (laughs) the athletic reporters voted that if the season had continued Roman Yossi would have won the Norris over John Carlson so he was Looking For you so national good, fans out there, little little upside. Take heed, and um, and Bobby, you would have won that, won those points in the game yep. of the week. I think the tide has turned for you <laughs> because before we move in past uh, where our normal game of the week section will be to our mid roll, I think he, I don't want to update the people. So but I think you last week we drafted uh, NHL mascots for a battle royale, and the voting's not done yet. The voting will officially end with, uh, when this episode comes out on Wednesday. And right now, I am with 41 votes. I'm leading 83% to 17%. So kind of wiping the floor with Brandon. Oh, man. Um, you guys remember games of the week? You remember how I was cleaning? <laughs> yeah, I got my clock cleaned. I thought it was going to be closer. I thought Honestly, it was going to be like 60-40. Yes. Like, like, I felt like 
people would think one of us had a better team than the other. But just a little bit. But I really think what put you over the top with were the Kings. Kings yeah. yeah, they kind of they're kind of ruling your show, and I didn't really yeah. have any. And they ruler. were a sleeper pick in the last. They're sleeper. You got them. You, stole them you can't take me. them first because there's just other things too powerful. I think it was my Sharks. I really should have gone with the Bruins. You really um, should have. Yeah, to kind of battle your 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 saber tooth tigers. But hey. It's nice for you to get a win. This is how you, <laughs> is this how you feel every week? Because <laughs> this is horrible, man. I do not feel good. Welcome to the show, baby. <laughs> All right, guys. It's time for our mid-roll. Today's episode of Pucks Out Podcast is brought to you by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Sierra Nevada has been family owned and operated since 1980. The number one craft brand in 2018 continues to be the number one selling hazy IPA and the fastest growing craft brand in 2020. Go get yourself the 2019 gold medal winning Hazy Little Thing IPA and experience the crisp and refreshing Magnum hops that they have to offer. Now back to the show. Welcome back, guys. It's time to move into Joke of the Week. And we've got two Jokes of the Week for you this week, and they are quite ridiculous. Let's start off with... We both brought one to the table. Yeah. And so we really couldn't decide because both each of us had a really good one. So, Bobby, I always bring it. What do you got today, bud? So OJ Simpson, you know, just a little polarizing, just a bit, uh, says he'll go crazy if all the golf courses are closed. I personally am going to take him seriously. I don't, I don't want to yeah. find out. Can we just get him That's a not pass? a man who bluffs. Right. Can we just get, I mean, the man literally wrote a book that said, if I did it, this is how I would have done it. Like, okay. Can we just get him a pass so he can go golf? Yeah. (laughs) I really don't want to be that guy, but maybe if you didn't lose all of your money, OJ, you would have just been able to get like a golf simulator at your house. Golf, also one of the literally few things that you could actually play a whole 18 holes and not have to leave your home with one of those golf simulators. I mean, really, if he hadn't lost somebody, he could have his own golf course. Right. (laughs) Right. Which is the biggest thing. So. Uh, what a joke, man. I mean, obviously, we're all going crazy here, and I wish that for all of our listeners and people that I've, I've had to had to uh, talk to and deal with, I wish that the worst part of their day was that they didn't get to golf. So, yeah. <laughs> what a joke, Mr. Simpson. I've got one a little bit more a more close to normal people situation <laughs> that they might have to endure. So, how about GameStop? trying to claim through all of these all of these states uh stay at home shelters of shelter at home and closing of non-essential businesses they're trying to claim that GameStop is essential what yeah. a joke they t- <laughs> the the biggest joke of the whole situation is is that GameStop told some of their employees in Pennsylvania which was one of the main places that was already putting shelter in place orders in in place their governor was he the the corporate told the gamestop employees just to tell the law enforcement no no it's cool we're essential (laughs) as as if that's what the determining factor is and they were still not closing until the pennsylvania governor comes out and says you know what that's fine you do what you want we're gonna pull your business license and yeah and so you know and it was so amazing a day after that happened there was an announcement that all GameStops will be closed. So, GameStop, you're a joke. You always have been. You try to give me 65 cents for $700 worth of games. You're a joke. You always have been. I hope this is what puts you under completely. So, GameStop, you're a joke. OJ Simpson, you're a joke. Hey, hold on. James Dolan, you're also still a joke. Don't let don't let the we fact didn't forget that, about you, buddy. Don't don't let the fact that you haven't been able to be in the media because you haven't been playing any games think that we're disregarding the fact that you're still the biggest joke of them all. Oh, he was Ooh. in the news actually. Oh my gosh! One day ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, I recant James, my statement. James Dolan and Charles. Hold on, all oh, these damn pop ups. James Dolan and Charles Oakley ordered to attend mediation and attempt to squash Nick's lawsuit. Oh, man. I can't wait for those transcripts to come out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's move into this or that. This or that. We had a few good ones. Yeah, we had a couple that didn't make the cut. They might make a unedited version eventually on YouTube when we can cut them out. They were a little much. No, no. And I want to highlight, you're the only one that picks the ridiculously (laughs) gross ones, okay? I like just some normal questions that our, our folks can enjoy with us. But you always want me to talk about eating shit or something, dude. <laughs> All, <laughs> All right. right. What do we got? So, what do we got? 
you got two options. You never leave the country again, or you have to leave and never come back. Super easy for me. Never leaving. I oh. love I love America. Uh, just, I mean, you know, like in a general sense, but also like all of the different options you have within the 50 United States. So it was States. easy for me the other way, man. Leave I the country and never yeah, dude. Okay. Like I'm like in September, hopefully, you know, with coronavirus, you're you not, you're not going. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to do two weeks in Ireland, and I mean, I'm thinking of like all the places that like I would be. I mean, we're talking Ireland, bro. France, Germany, bro, England, no offense, Japan, no offense, Australia, Bobby, no offense, Canada. You're just naming countries now, buddy. <laughs> I understand other places <laughs> in the world. You know these bro, places exist. <laughs> I fre- I freaking know you, dude. There is no way. You would survive long term outside of the U.S. of A. Dude. You don't think I would survive long term in a little town in Ireland? No, I don't think you would. The, uh, everything is going to be way too small for you. You're going to be <laughs> com- you're going to be complaining about this or that or you know, I'm complaining anything. either way. Sure, you're going to complain, but you're actually going to be upset, dude. Like we have sometimes purchased three seats at a game so we can have an extra seat in between us. Well, the good thing is, there's other countries that have big people like Australia. Australia. Yeah. I can go chill in Australia for that's a bit. Just a, that's just the that's just England's prison colony, though, bro. <laughs> like, look, Australia, maybe, but like, look, man, I don't think anywhere else in the world has the accommodations space wise as we do. So, I'm calling your bluff. I want my I want our peoples to let us know one way or the other. But I think that you would prefer to stay in country. Dude. But then you're saying that I can never visit anywhere ever. But you're And s- that's the big killer for me. Except for New Orleans and Baltimore and New York and Philly. But I would never like LA I would never get to, like I one of the Las places Vegas and one of the places I want to see more than anywhere is London. See, yeah, you're sure. name, just naming cities. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it comes full circle, doesn't it, buddy? Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is if we were to go through and name like dope outside of America cities, I feel like we could just match it with American cities, dude. That's all I'm saying. You never get to watch another NHL game again. I guess you go to Canada and watch the games, but so you're a so you're a never leave a leave and never come back. One hundred percent. And I'm one hundred percent stay and never leave. Well, that way, the podcast has a presence everywhere in the world. We got a presence, so luckily we're (laughs) different in this way, so we can still get our word out. We're going to have to figure out how to not record, uh, how to to record separately, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, All right, so this or that, you can take take back anything you say, or you can hear every conversation around you. This or that, bro. What are you thinking? The take back anything you say. I can yeah. do it as many times as I want. I uh, yeah. I figure. I figure. And and I would say that as long the conversations. Let's say you can physically see them, then you can hear it. Yeah. I would say you're at so a park. Okay, you hear so it's a conversation not, across, and the I can room. zone, and I'm not just hearing every conversation at Correct. once. Correct. Yeah, that would me. be too much. That, yeah. that would make it now, so, the so take easy. back anything. Is that a groundhog day situation where if I want to take back a conversation from a week ago, I have to go back a week ago, or I just delete it as if it never happened? Yeah, I mean, that's a tough question because if you delete it as if it never happened, then like the subsequent. So really, then what that turns into is also time traveling in a sense. If I can, if I take back anything I say and I I go back to that time. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if we just want to say you take back anything you say and like you get like a quick recap of what it changed. Okay, you know, like I would say that's fair, but like I don't think that you have to like go relive a week because you realize a week later. Because the, then what would happen is we would all think back on stupid times on in high school when like girls were flirting with us and stuff, and we're like, <laughs> shit, dude, I shouldn't have said that (laughs) and then boom now we got to go through high school again (laughs) and so like i want to avoid that that Um, i think it's purely for the financial gain i could make and that is hear every conversation around okay go chill at wall street for just a bit sure i mean i mean you're gonna zone in on specific um i think that's a good call i think i'm going with take back anything and see this is a close one yeah right because i don't say like a lot of stuff that I'm like, man, I regret saying that mostly because I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you know, the utility in hearing every conversation everywhere. But see, I feel like my whole life would just become like listening in on conversations. I'm like, yeah, you'd you have know, to really be like, listen, today I'm not see, being super spot. I think I'll go. I think I'll go with take back anything you say, because I could you could really like test a lot of waters w- with that. Like you're like, 
yeah. you know, like you're in high school and you, there's a girl you like or something. You're like, Hey, I think you're super cute. I want to go out with you. And then she totally rejects you. You could just take that back. And you're like, okay, probably shouldn't do that type of deal. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go with take anything you say back. Um, and you're going to go with hear any conversation. Right? Yeah. All right. So go. this or that pet dino pet dragon. Oh man. Um, I think it's super easy actually. I mean, Gotta be dragon, right? And yeah. we breathe freaking fire. I mean, I'm assuming fire. we're going with a typical dragon, right? Yeah, yeah. Stephanie said that. Uh, oh, like, well, you know, I want a dinosaur that flies. Well, I mean, like, that's pretty limited, like the pterodactyl, right? And like, they're not scary, like a raptor or something. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Her pick from a dra- from a dinosaur was a pterodactyl, which is just a lame dragon. It's just a lame dragon <laughs> with no fire breathing. Cable. Yeah, I mean, she came around after I was like, oh, well, come on, why would you want a dinosaur? <laughs> Now, I guess since that's so easy, we sh- we should say you get a pet dinosaur and they listen to you, so it's not like they're going to like destroy stuff. What kind of dinosaur do you choose? Should we have to choose dinosaurs? Well, shit, now I got to look up dinosaurs. <laughs> I don't know the name of dinosaurs. Well, just, I mean, like, dude, like, have you ever seen Land Before Time? Like, come on, man. You know what a dinosaur is. Just give them the fake name. I want the one that looks like a big rhino. Okay, so like the Triceratops. Maybe. Yeah, Sarah from Land of Before Time. Let me Google that. Not Sarah, but try. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want so that. you want like a, you want like the the precursor to yeah. The there's rhino. a lot of utility with that. Easy okay. to climb up on. You can ram things. Sure, that's about it. I think that like you know like the obvious answer would be oh you want a T Rex. I feel like yeah. that'd just be too much. And you got to hand them everything, man. You can't sure. like reach anything for sure. you. Sure, exactly. And without like a woman, we're gonna have to help them with other stuff. And I'm not doing that, bro. <laughs> Uh, no offense. Uh, so I think I'm going to go with like a raptor, dude. You know, like they're like, and you know, like, you know, like get you with like that thing. And so like, I'll just ride it to work and like people get steer clear of my, I'm out of my way, you know? But I also think like utility wise, like one of the, like the long necks. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever they're Hard called. to fit in a building now though. Well, you have to, you have to tie them up them. outside. Yo, I'm not taking them into a building. But see, the thing is, you're not going to like lose your large dinosaur because like if they're tearing across the city, you're just going to know like, okay, <laughs> I see them over sorry, there. Guys. Uh, yeah, let I'm me so just, sorry. Let me just scooch on past here. And get that was, oh, I'm so sorry. I got to leave a little early, boss. <laughs> you know, you just got to put in some, yeah. some time. I got to yeah. go deal with my dinosaur. I also got to find a vet. <laughs> that deals with Not the, many vets uh, deal with dinosaurs. You know, it's uh, more paleontologist. Yeah. <laughs> we got to go. We got to go find a Ross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that brings us out of the this or that section, but we just wanted to really quick go through a quick run through of things you can do during the quarantine. We know you're not going to do it, but we want to tell you what you, what you could do. What, what, if you weren't p- listeners of this podcast, what you could achieve if you were somebody that wasn't the type of person that listened to this podcast, Yeah, <laughs> uh, learn a new language. Dope. That'd be super dope. Then you could converse with us in Spanish and we wouldn't understand, but then you would, um, uh, Games with games over FaceTime with family and friends. And now that one's pretty good. That one's something that any, anybody can do. Uh, also, shout out to my sister, Hannah. Happy birthday Happy to you birthday. today. We're going to actually FaceTime with her later. And it's her 21st. So super nice. sad. For, well, yeah, it's awesome. But it's super sad for her that it has to happen through all this. So we're going to FaceTime that, her. That just means that when it's all done, she can have a super dope St. Patrick's Easter Cinco de Mayo 21st birthday uh, celebration. There you go. Clean the house. Obvious one. You should probably do that anyway. It's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> well, your HR is already on to you about that. Uh, and this is helpful to both you and for us if you want to help us out scouting for the NFL draft. You know, there's a, there's a lot of information out there. We don't know where guys are going to go. Fantasy implications that come with that. So scout the NFL draft. Bunch of zoos and aquariums have been doing live streams. Yeah, that's I saw that awesome. some aquariums are letting penguins just have the a run of the place. just walking around. Dude, and it's so funny. I, uh, Stephanie showed me one of the penguins smile hopping down wave, the stairs. Smile and wave. But then I saw one in the aquarium and the dude, it just looked like a bunch of people. They were just passing and they were <laughs> looking up and uh, like up at the aquarium and like looking over to the other side. It's so funny. So zoo and aquarium and also NASA. You can always go into the NASA International Space Station and they have a live stream that shows Earth. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. And speaking of live streams, one thing I really like doing because uh, I'm just weird like that. So, yeah, I've got a app called uh, Earth Cams and you can like. I like go like looking at places that are normally packed. Like right now, pulling up 
the New Orleans. Oh yeah, just like watching regular street. Yeah, and watching how like like yes. that's like uh, that's Bourbon Street right now. It's uh six thirty p.m. It's dead. There's not a, a single ounce of puke on the street, Bobby. <laughs> you know it's yeah. going. You know it's bad when um when Bourbon Street shut down. Yeah, because I mean we could argue that Bourbon Street is more dangerous than this virus. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, I mean, we've both been there. I've stepped in a puddle there in flip flops before my first time there. You, yeah, you, I almost yeah, died. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. You were not, uh, you were not happy. And then I stepped in one after making fun of you for stepping yeah. in one. You do remember. Okay. Okay. I can't believe I brought it up. Um, obviously you can go work out. And then one of my personal favorites, and I hope that you all do this. There's a website now where you can go and tip a server when you are drinking at home and and it will locate a server in your area. It'll connect to their Venmo or their cash app. You drink having a drink at home. Obviously you can't have a drink out and about, but you can still tip your server through this service industry dot tips website. It's super cool. I did it last night. I just, you know, I didn't throw a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It just gives you a, ra- a just gives you a bartender. random person and a person that is affected in your area. I mean, we're all sitting around drinking at home because what else do we have to do? Tip a server that you would normally tip. They they were living off of tips. They were officially making two dollars and thirteen cents. It would be such. It would make somebody. You would make somebody's day by throwing them a, a small tip here and there. Because if enough of us do it, we can kind of, we can help out and do our part. Uh, since we aren't able to go and, and drink at a bar, or drink at a restaurant, or, or whatever right now. So I, I, I would appreciate it. I know Bobby would appreciate it, and I know all of our friends that are in the service industry would appreciate it, even if it doesn't necessarily go straight to them. Yeah, I'll be doing that tonight. Yeah, thanks good. for letting everyone know. I did it last night, no problem. We're moving into what are you binging? Uh, what do you got for me, Bob? Well, luckily I've been binging a lot of stuff, giving me a lot of time, <laughs> and since I binge this, uh, I actually. Last night, I saw, or two nights ago, my wife and I started the show called The Hunters on Amazon. Oh, so Great good, show. Dude, so good. But it's not my week's binging. I actually have restarted the Nolan Dark Knight trilogy. <sighs> what? Now, listen. It's a dope trilogy. Even it you have the, to admit it. It is the dopest Batman trilogy, no question. Not a, I'm not questioning I am the that. Batman. Yeah. I mean, Christian Bale was awesome. Obviously, Heath Ledger did the performance of yeah. his and Killian Murphy. Well, but hold on, but, but Heath Ledger did the performance of his no pun intended life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he literally, uh, did the best job I've ever seen. I love the Joker in those movies. Uh, but I hate Batman and I don't want to expand on it. Cause we've got, we actually filled a lot of time today, Bob. Yeah. But next week, can we talk about it? Next, next week? week, we're gonna come and we're gonna talk about our four, our hey most hated and our favorites. So also come ready with your favorite superheroes. No problem, but nothing will match my. Distaste and we're gonna have a discussion Batman. about your hatred for Batman and Superman. You're really putting me out on a <laughs> limb here because I feel like my reasoning for hating the two are great. But I can't explain it yet. I'm going to explain yep. it next week. Teaser, baby. Come back. Come back and see us next week. And yeah. we will be talking most uh, favorite and least favorite from both DC and Marvel. Anywhere. Just yeah. superhero talk next yeah. week. Nothing so, yeah. specific. I uh, just finished. I just finished The Dark Knight the other night. Uh, amazing. I forgot how long it took in Batman Begins for him to actually become Batman. It's the best freaking part, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I actually started that. Uh, after he got back from the bars in Columbus. So I was a little drunk. Okay. So I, like, I was like, what, did I watch this? And I was like, oh, I watched that. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm going to watch uh, The Dark Knight Rises, which is with Tom Hardy, who did an amazing job as Tom Bane. Hardy is one of my favorites, too. I mean, yeah. You can't but, say Christopher Nolan didn't didn't bring it. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say that, that they're bad movies or anything. Yeah. It's more of my distaste for Batman as an individual. Yeah. I mean, Christian Bale is my second favorite Batman behind everyone's favorite Batman and the only true Batman, Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton's uh, super dope Batman. I'm partial to George Clooney's nipples. Yeah, just, <laughs> I mean, just the clones, dude. I just think he's so awesome. You know, 
<laughs> ER. You can't hate him. And, and to be fair, I've never even seen the George Clooney Batman. You I just haven't? know. I just I'm pretty know. sure that's the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. And it's just. And doesn't The have, whole thing is so. Isn't ridiculous. Jim Carrey the Joker? In yeah. This too? Yeah. And uh, Danny DeVito is the penguin. I mean, it's arguably the great. Like, as far as, like, 90s yeah. Batman, <laughs> it's, like, it's like the perfect 90s movie. But again, it's my distaste for Batman itself and the only reason i watched any of the nolan movies was just because i'm a christopher nolan fan yeah and he did such a good job for him it almost made me didn't hate batman yeah but it didn't work but anyway so while i'm drinking that because the price these beers were so cheap at sam's club and that's some corona premium yeah it's because everybody's freaking idiots dude (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah that's uh, i i've been looking out for some cheap corona beer because you know, I'm hope I'm not breaking any news to anybody on the podcast, but Corona beer has nothing to do with COVID nineteen slash coronavirus. Just so you know, not in the same realm of the same. Yeah. So you can drink it safely, but some people don't know that, and so like they've taken a big hit. Um, I'm a Dos Equis guy anyway, so I don't even care. But I had I didn't really have have something because again remember I've told you two weeks ago I started watching Law and Order SVU and so lately I've actually you know we wanted me to talk about storylines yeah so that's really what I've been watching but then I found a new show on Hulu that actually comes out on FX called Dave and it follows uh, Lil Dicky and it is super super funny it's four episodes in I love it so far I'm, yeah I've been wanting to watch that you should it's really really it's on good. Hulu it's on Hulu it comes immediate it's from FX is where the uh, the actual show is I love it I think it's awesome I it's one of the and it sucks because I found it pretty early on so like there's only four episodes and so like I'm not a watch it week to week kind of no, guy it sucks. Me, dude but like it's given me something to live through when there's no sports. So yeah. I'm super excited about it. I think the new episodes drop on Wednesdays. So listen to the pod. Boom. You're going to be able to listen to Dave tonight. Okay. Uh, but I've been, what I've been drinking or, or uh, what I've been drinking with it, just some Miller Lite, man. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I got to stay hydrated. got to stay hydrated. I also want to make sure that, you know, I'm able to get, more bang for my buck at, at the current time. So what do you know, if beer starts to run out, what am I going to do? So I, you know, I got some Miller light just drinking on that. Good to go. I'm Solid. enjoying it. Yeah. All right. So it's time to move on to what snaps your stick brought to you by Sierra Nevada. Tastes like home. I haven't done that in a couple episodes, but <laughs> I don't feel like I needed to throw it to my people. So why don't you go ahead and tell us your, I see here you've got a pretty massive uh, sport snaps your stick. Yeah. Um, I let you, I let you get out of it last week and not having a sports one. So I'm basically going to take sort of the same road while having a sports one. My snaps, my stick it, about sports is that there are none currently. And I'm not going to expand on it. You guys all know. You guys have all been there. You know why there's no sports. So very sad. It does snap my stick, though. I mean, it's my life feels completely altered and empty. But, uh, yeah, it's you know, the dark times. life goes on. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, thank goodness for NFL football. I don't know what we, yeah. I mean, you know, they're at least still pretending like something's going to happen. Like 45 minutes of this podcast. Yeah. I think, uh, but what about you, man? What are you, what's snapping your stick yeah, these days? Yeah, man. And this is, this is a really good one too, by yeah. the way. Overly superstitious sports fans. Listen, I'm not superstitious. I'm a little stitious. <laughs> Michael Scott. It's just annoying seeing people like I get, you know, if you want to wear your your lucky jersey. Okay, lucky jersey is one thing. But people who think like I get, I get pros having their superstitions uh, to a point where it just gets annoying. Like when the guy says, oh, I can't come back into the room yet because they scored when I was out of the room. Yeah, that's stupid. Now, man. I'll tell you what I do like that is like kind of like the off. It's the Bud Light, those Bud Light commercials. It's not crazy if it works. Like when that guy goes down to the basement and he's like, man, I hate coming to the basement. It's so creepy down here. (laughs) But every time I come to the basement, we score. I love the basement. (laughs) Now listen, we're a little superstitious when it comes to NHL threes because somehow every time my wife walks in the room, we get scored on on NHL threes. When she was out of town and I came and kicked it, we killed it. And... I don't want to say it was because Megan was completely out of the country, but I'm not saying that's not the reason that we were killing it. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, a little, a little superstition, but see, the thing is, it's more about when superstition is like in the way of stuff, you know, like the dude's like, 
is is all mad because somebody's sitting in this spot on the couch or like, hey, I got to have this jersey flipped upside down or, you know, whatever. Yeah, so superstitions can be, well, baseball players, they just live in superstition, dude. Like, they yeah. like live Because well, even they need to find something interesting to, to distract themselves from the game. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> now yeah. they now they get to gear up and plan to fight on fight Astros. Yeah. There's not many people that have been excited about this, uh, the delaying of, of sports and stuff. <laughs> I'll tell you, the Astros probably have to be real happy about Ooh, it. Oh, yeah. They're like, people are going to definitely forget. They're just going to be happy to watch an Astros game, for goodness sake. But I got a really good, uh, actually, I'm going to let you hit your non-sports first yeah. because mine's a little more serious like yours was last week yeah so. and I, well this one's serious for me yeah, uh, i despise serious. this so that is i have it this is how i have it written down and it kind of written it, it's, it's, you have it written this down? is how i have this is how i have it written down it's not grammar folks <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh and that is people who choose to quit smoking but can't and that there's that accounts for two types of people when you say it it sounds mean but after you say your point yeah it's Correct so don't tune out hell. yet. That there, there's the per, there's person type A, which is they decide they're going to quit smoking. But every time you go to the bar with this person, they're bumming cigarettes. Now listen, I'm not a smoker. I don't care if you smoke. A, it, you're a grown ass man. If you want to smoke, a, I'm a smoker. Yeah, and I have no, I've ne- I've never said, hey man, you shouldn't smoke. I've never you know said, hey don't you know don't smoke near me. I said don't smoke in my car because that's you know obviously. Well, you but didn't, I, you didn't you didn't even have to say yeah. that because. I know you don't smoke, so I don't smoke. Yeah, people's but I've never, you know, smoke. I don't, you know, I'm not rude care about smoke. it or if I smoke like, beside you outside. Yeah. Right. It's not a hating of smokers. Yeah, that you're bringing but forth. it's just annoying. Like if you're gonna like don't bum cigarettes, like just go buy your own cigarettes. And if you want to like, quit, you're in a grown, you're a grown man or woman. Just quit on your own d- time. Either quit or don't. Is yeah. What you're getting. And there's at. the other person who decides they're going to quit. But are too weak to actually quit. They keep and they and the thing is they keep complaining to you like, oh, it's so hard. I'm on. I've got the patch and I've got the gum, but it's just so hard and I can't quit. Listen, I smoked in college and I quit for my wife. It wasn't hard. I just threw the pack away. Never smoked again. If you really want to quit smoking, you can quit smoking. Agreed. Agreed on that. And again, we want to highlight. It's not the guy that's trying to quit smoking and asks to bum a cigarette. It's the guy that has to tell you that he's quitting smoking and then bums the cigarette. Right. It's yeah. Not, it's not the fact that we obviously know that quitting smoking is hard. It is the fact that you feel like you have to advertise to like, me that you're quitting. Hey, man, then, I'm quitting. But can I just bum one cigarette? Yeah. And then he drinks like, a little bit more. It's like, hey, man, can I bum another? And then, then, then right. he's pretty much smoked half your pack in a night. Right. When somebody asked me, and I learned this from my folks, somebody asked you if you have an extra cigarette, you lean down, you say, okay, I got 15 in the pack. I've smoked five. Nope. They sent me 20 as usual. (laughs) (laughs) That's solid. So yeah, so that's a, that's a really good one. Um, Okay. So this one is kind of a, kind of a serious, a serious thing. Non-sports snapping my stick. Celebrities and sports stars that are showing no symptoms getting coronavirus tests. It's really wearing me out. There are, there's no reason that a person that is making millions of dollars can't go and sit in their home for 14 days without us having to test them. I, it seems like there's been a, there's been a couple of teams that have, have denied testing the New Orleans Pelicans. How awesome is it of them? They're saying, unless our guys are sick and go through the proper channel, they're not getting tested. We're not just going to test our guy. These these fourteen basketball players can sit at their home for fourteen days and not. It doesn't hurt them. They even the even the ones making minimum contracts should have enough money in the bank to sustain themselves through this process. Yeah. So that's something that's really snapping my stick. It looks like within the last few days it's been corrected since I put it on the dock. But I just wanted to get my. You gotta have. You got to have a serious one last week. I wanted to have a serious one this week. What do we got? Close us out, Bob's. All right, guys. You know this has been another episode of Pucks Out Podcast. You can follow us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. You can follow Brandon on Twitter at Brandon K Bond. You can follow me on Twitter at Bobby Butler eighteen sixty five. On Instagram, you can follow me at Brandon K Bond and Bobby at Bobby Butler. Which I don't use Instagram, so follow uh, me in one thousand and seven. Yeah, is your official. I tag you in all of our stuff, so yeah, you got some photos up there, bro. Yeah, from like early college. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have a bottle, a picture of a bottle of tequila for some reason. But oh, yeah, <laughs> but all right, guys, it's it's been great. We'll see you next week. See you guys. Peace.
Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.